0: This episode of Scientific Truth Journal will explore the theory of evolution, and will implicitly mock the people who hold opposing viewpoints. Ugh, evolution! What a crock! Can we change it, please? Evolution is a scientific fact, unless you're ignorant. If it's a fact, why is it called a theory? There are scientific reasons. It's all very complicated. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. Fifteen hundred years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. Five hundred years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. And fifteen minutes ago, you knew that people were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. The mission of religion is to make followers believe. Subjective assumptions unsupported by evidence will almost certainly be wrong at the onset regardless of the source and without any means of regulation will only get wronger over time. Sacred dogma once written is forbidden to be changed, so it can't be rectified either. But science must be amenable to change because its objective is to add to the sum of knowledge and to improve understanding continually. So whatever explanations we ever propose are not to be believed, but to be tested and corrected, even rejected if necessary, and our explanations must be refined accordingly. For example, once upon a time all the religions of the Near East believed that the earth was a flat disk divided into four quadrants and enveloped by a giant crystal dome which was their sky. The earliest actual scientists described the earth as a sphere and even calculated its size with surprising accuracy. But a hundred years later the authors of scriptures still wrote of a disk-shaped world. As the centuries wore on, some dogmatic believers refused the wisdom of scholars who knew better and even suppressed or destroyed their knowledge and held to a belief in a flat earth even until Columbus provided the final disproof. President Bush recently suggested that public schools should teach intelligent design alongside the theory of evolution because, after all, evolution is, quote, just a theory. Then the president renewed his vow to drive the terrorists straight over the edge of the earth. Modern creation is supposed evolution and sometimes cosmology the same way flat earthers reject the theory of geosphericity, the same way geocentrists deny the theory of heliocentricity. Rather than swearing in advance to uphold and defend our preconceived notions against all reason, we would do better to suspect and inspect every belief to see if flaws can be found out and our knowledge consequently increased. There are many hypotheses in science which are wrong. That's perfectly right. It's the aperture to finding out what's right. Science is a self-correcting process. To be accepted, new ideas must survive the most rigorous standards of evidence and scrutiny. Aristotle once proposed that everything was made of earth, air, water, and fire, here represented by the perfect solids once associated with them, and a fifth element considered to be the substance of life based on these long-held yet obviously delusive beliefs george stahl and other seventeenth-century scientists composed two theories the theory of vitalism which held that life was animated by an infusion with an elemental spirit and the theory of phlogiston for decades european scientists imagined that a nigh undetectable sort of fiery air called phlogiston was present in everything flammable a series of experiments ensued and these men began to rationalize how phlogiston could still somehow account for all the inconsistent data Finally, more accurate measurements and more critical thinking eventually challenged the status quo and brought chemical theory out of the realms of alchemy. Neither of Stahl's theories are valid theories anymore. Phlogiston theory was disproved in 1777. His theory of vitalism was disproved 50 years later. But after 150 years, Darwin's theory is still going stronger than ever. Evolution is still a theory. It's still a theory. We just had 200 years of evolutionary theory, and it's still a theory. I heard uh, someone ask one day, uh, well, you know, you haven't disproved the theory of evolution, speaking about Christians. And my reply was, um, there's nothing to disprove. The theory of evolution has never been proved. You don't have to prove something before it can be disproved. Nor should we both prove and disprove the same thing. Science doesn't permit anything to be proven positively. Instead, every hypothesis must be potentially falsifiable in order to count as science. That means that there has to be a way to identify errors to find out what's wrong with it and fix it. It's still possible to falsify evolution, too, though it's now so well supported it'll take more than an unsubstantiated anomaly to do it. So your inability to distinguish dinosaurs from barnyard animals will be insufficient to disprove evolution. It's a pig! <laughs> Evolution has not met the test and deserves only to be treated as theory. Darwin considered it a theory, and it is still a theory. It has never been proven and never will be. Thank you. As any Internet philologist will readily explain, words may have different meanings at different times or contexts. Creationists exploit the academic meaning of theory as though it were only blind speculation like their own position is. But a scientific theory isn't a guess or conjecture. Look it up. In most instances, a theory is a field of academic study. For instance, the high school I went to taught a class called music theory. Being an insufferable jerk then as now, I remember bursting in one day and yelling at the class, You shouldn't teach music in school, it's just a theory, it's never been proven. If music theory is a field of study, and as such can never be proved, then neither can the theories of evolution or even economics, and for the same reason. The notion is silly. Even if a theory passes every test forever, we still wouldn't say it was proved, because positive proof exists only in matters of mathematics, or law, wherein evolution actually has been proven. Otherwise, no theory has ever been proved, nor can be. They can only be disproved, and when that happens, a theory that doesn't work must be replaced by one that does. We can't discard any theory just because we haven't perfected every part of it yet. You can't trade something that works for nothing that doesn't. If the original theory works at all, you'll still have to use it, and perhaps fix it, but we can't dismiss it until we can replace it with something better, and Darwin's theory is actually better supported than Newton's theory of gravity. (laughs) Let's look at the facts. Remember that a fact is merely data, a demonstrably accurate observation which is indisputable because it can be objectively verified by either side arguing about it. So, let's demonstrate the fact of gravity. We see that things tend to fall down. What's that mean? Well, nothing yet. A fact on its own is meaningless. We need to understand it more specifically. When seen on an astronomical scale, we can determine a universal rule that matter attracts matter. This is the law of gravity, a law being a general statement of nature which is always true under a specific set of circumstances. Now, why does matter attract matter? That's the theory. Now let's look at the fact of evolution. Since the dawn of livestock cultivation and agriculture, we've seen that species diverge, with new races branching out of older family trees, each with its own distinct traits and features, which are in turn inherited by new variants diverging thereafter. This is a readily evident fact in any lineage one cares to examine, and is implied at every level in taxonomy. Now, creationists try to say that this doesn't count, because it's only microevolution. But that isn't true, because we've actually witnessed the emergence of new species, too. But even if it were true, this would still count, because it is still evolution, according to the laws of population genetics and descent with inherent modification, which is all evolution really is. Opponents say that evolution isn't allelic variants in reproductive populations over successive generations, because that doesn't mean spontaneous generation of something coming from nothing or dirt coming to life and fish turning into giraffes or some other ridiculous thing no scientist could ever endorse. But none of those things are evolution. They're all straw men fallacies created to obfuscate what evolution really is by those who refuse to admit that it really happens, so they call it something else instead. Darwin observed many things in, in nature. He was a good naturalist, a good observer of information. What he saw was various uh, plants and animals altering somewhat uh, through, through adaptation, through variation. Uh, he saw them uh, change. We never see one basic type of something changing into something else. That has never been observed in science or in, in genetics. It just has never been observed. What we see is variety. Variety happens, adaptation happens, evolution doesn't happen. Evolution does happen, and this twit just admitted it. But he also lied about what it is. Evolution never permits one thing to turn into another fundamentally different type of anything. That would violate the laws of evolution. All of this is vindicated with independent, peer-reviewed empirical research. Everything evolutionary science actually demands are things we actually do see throughout biology. Consequently, evolution is a unifying theory explaining virtually everything we can prove to be true of biodiversity. Such is not the case with gravity, because not only has the theory of gravity never been proven, it's demonstrably wrong. One reason is that it incorrectly predicts how Mercury orbits the Sun. Albert Einstein's theory of relativity replaced Newtonian mechanics and has even been proven to be more accurate, but it also assumes things about particles that we know are false, otherwise quantum mechanics wouldn't work. Uh, Frankly, Darwinism is not an established scientific fact. It is a theory of evolution, that's why it's called the theory of evolution. Would you also say that gravity is not an established scientific fact just because it's called the theory of gravity? You see, Huckleberry, that's why you didn't get the job. And frankly, Darwinism doesn't exist. At best, it's a relic of the 19th century and is limited only to Darwin's own postulation, natural selection of mutations, which were not yet understood. Darwin hypothesized that units of information were passed down from both parents, but he couldn't imagine what those units were. Gregor Mendel discovered the proof of Darwin's prediction and tried to alert him to it in a manuscript, but it was written in German. It was discovered in Darwin's desk after he died. With that discovery, Darwinism was replaced by the modern synthesis of Darwinian selection with Mendelian genetics and the subsequent discovery of an additional mechanism, genetic drift. Evolution is not Darwinism anymore and never really was. Some now associate it with cell theory, would you also say that cells aren't an established scientific fact because they're called theory too? Real men of genius. Real men of genius. Today we salute you. Uh, so your, your evolution is, uh, has got holes all in it. It's just a theory. There's no You have no way of proving evolution ever existed. And if we came from apes, why are there still apes? (laughs) Why are you still an ape? We can't prove a theory only because that's against the rules imposed by the game of science. But we can prove that evolution exists and that it works, just like we can prove that gravity works, even though it, too, is just a theory and has never been proved. Atomic theory has never been proven either, not even in Hiroshima. But just as evolution is the foundation of modern biology, modern chemistry is completely dependent on atomic theory, and there are huge holes in that theory. Just look at our classic model of atomic structure. It's wrong, and we know it's wrong, but we still teach it in school anyway, because despite their virtual invisibility and being understood only in theory, atoms are still a matter of undeniable fact. So we have to use that model in a series of imperfect models, because we're still trying to figure out one that works in all instances. We're also trying to devise a single theory to blend quantum theory with the theory of relativity and act as a unifying theory of everything. The closest we've come so far is string theory, which really isn't an actual theory yet because it hasn't been vindicated by substantial empirical evidence and it hasn't borne itself through the battery of critical examinations which every hypothesis must endure before it can graduate to the highest level of confidence science can attain. I have not come across any book which says fact of evolution. All the books say theory of evolution. There's no book I've come across saying fact of evolution. A theory is made of facts. It's an analysis of how reality works, but every theory has holes in it and no theory is complete. That's why science must remain objective. For example, expanding planet theory addresses some compelling points which plate tectonics doesn't adequately account for, but it also calls for assumptions that can't be justified. It's refuted by definite observations that are only supportive of plate tectonics, and it can't explain everything that tectonics does. But remember also that the man who first proposed the theory of plate tectonics was ridiculed for it till the day he died, though his theory has since gained universal acceptance. Other theories never had any competition at all. For example, Louis Pasteur, who disproved the hypothesis of spontaneous generation, also rejected the notion long promoted by religious leaders that ailments of the body were of supernatural origin. Science can only examine natural explanations, and Pasteur provided that with his proposition that diseases weren't caused by demons, but by germs. Like evolution, germ theory can never be proven, even though we know and can show that it is definitely correct beyond any doubt, and that's why there's no competing theory. Today, the teachers in a rural Pennsylvania town became the first in the country required to tell students that evolution is not the only theory. In looking at the biology book the teachers wanted, i noticed that it was laced with darwinism it wasn't on every page of the book but like every couple chapters there was darwin in your face again and it was to the exclusion of any other theory there is no other theory creationists only ever had a few hypotheses and all of them were utterly refuted although they'll never accept that they're still trying to revive arguments that have been already proven wrong at least a century ago Evolution with natural selection is the only explanation of biodiversity with either evidentiary support or scientific validity. There has only ever been one alternative theory against it, and it was an earlier version of evolution. Centuries before much of the Old Testament was even written, the Greek scientist Anaximander had already proposed that modern forms of life, including humans, had evolved from simpler forms. Similar ideas were echoed and argued by other figures of the age the mutability of breeding populations had long been a well-known fact but not at all understood the first attempted explanation was proposed by jean baptiste lamarck who suggested that giraffes stretching their necks to reach higher food would somehow bestow longer necks onto their offspring His theory of evolution by acquired characteristics proved a failed hypothesis almost immediately, but it offered a sort of personal control over racial advancement which appealed to those ambitious in politics. Joseph Stalin and Mao Tse-tung, for example, both embraced Lamarckism and publicly denounced Darwinism as Hitler did also, yet creationists label all three of them Darwinists and can't distinguish Lamarck's failure from Darwin's success. And when it comes to the subject of origins, there are basically two views the evolution theory and the creation theory. No branch of creationism has ever met even one of the criteria required of a theory. They can't because science demands both accuracy and accountability. So there has to be a way to detect and correct any errors in a given explanation and determine for certain whether it's wrong in whole or in part, or whether any of it is true to any degree at all. Ah, so it's a test you're looking for. We don't do tests. I'm sure you don't. They never do tests. Not many real deeds, either. Oh, conversation with your grandmother's shade in a darkened room, the odd love potion or two, but comes a doubter. Why, then it's the wrong day. The planets are not in line. The entrails are not favorable. We don't do tests. A theory has to be tested indefinitely it demands understanding instead of belief so it must be based on verifiable evidence it must explain related observations with a measurable degree of accuracy it must withstand continuous critical analysis and peer review and it must be falsifiable too if it doesn't fulfill all these conditions at once then it isn't science if it meets none of them it may be religion intelligent design is a theory that there was some there is some master plan some creator of some type that that put together the world as it is Intelligent design isn't a theory at all. It's a scam, a scheme conceived solely to undermine legitimate science. It doesn't even count as an hypothesis because it isn't based on evidence, offers no mechanism, it isn't falsifiable either. It is backed by nothing and produces nothing because it is nothing but untestable conjecture. None of it has been shown to be right and lots of it have been proven wrong, so it's useless in any field because only accurate information can have practical application. I've worked in the private sector. They expect results. That's why we have billion-dollar industries in medicine, toxicology, agriculture, and biotechnology, where we have Nobel Prize-winning research that is all dependent on the functionality of evolution and would only work if evolution were factually correct. Dr. B, We believe that the purpose of science is to serve mankind. You, however, seem to regard science as someone of Dodge or Hustle. Your theories are the worst kind of popular tripe, your methods are sloppy, and your conclusions are highly questionable. You are a poor scientist, Doctor. Just to illustrate how underhanded creationism's tabloid scientists are, let's look at the big picture. Up until the 1920s, everyone thought the universe was essentially static and unchanging in time. Then it was discovered that the universe was expanding. Distant galaxies were moving away from us. This meant they must have been closer together in the past. If we extrapolate back, we find they must have all been on top of each other about 15 billion years ago. This was the Big Bang, the beginning of the universe. Now, very early stages of the universe are as yet unknown because our current theories are insufficient to explain it. So we can't yet be certain what the singularity is, where or what it came from, or if it was eternal. How do creationists explain the evident expansion and its reverse implication? How do they account for the cosmic background radiation we discovered later on? They don't. Creationists delight in saying that scientists have proven the universe had a beginning. And they use that argument against the Big Bang. But the discovery of the Big Bang is our proof the universe had a beginning. That's one example of how bewilderingly inane creationism is. We must require that evolution agree with all the facts if it is to be promoted from theory to truth. Evolution as an explanation for the origin of man cannot pass this test. Nothing would ever be promoted to truth, because truth implies there's nothing more to learn. That's why science, being objective, demands that everything be considered theory, no matter how proven it seems to be. Evolution has survived every test the greatest minds of the modern age have ever been able to pit against it. It's been demonstrated myriad ways with lab and field experiments and is further enhanced by compounded revelations in paleontology and systematics as well as the developments in embryology and advances in genomic research and bioengineering. Evolution is now one of the strongest theories in science. There is no fact it doesn't agree with, and it's never failed any tests. But sadly, those controlling education in the southern United States don't want students to know that. So what can you expect? I don't believe personally that um, the evolution itself is anything more than a theory. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Well, you see, evolution is a theory, not a scientific fact as it's generally considered to be. It is a fact that evolution happens, that biodiversity and complexity does increase, that both occur naturally only by evolutionary means. It is a fact that alleles vary with increasing distinction in reproductive populations and that these are accelerated in genetically isolated groups. It is a fact that natural selection, sexual selection, and genetic drift have all been proven to have predictable effect in guiding this variance. It is a fact that significant beneficial mutations do occur and are inherited by descendant groups and that multiple independent sets of biological markers exist to trace these lineages backwards through many generations. It is a fact that birds are a subset of dinosaurs the same way humans are a subset of apes, prim- primates, eutherian mammals, and vertebrate deuterostome animals. It is a fact that the collective genome of all animals has been traced back to its most basal form, and that these forms are also indicated by comparative morphology, physiology, and embryological development. It is a fact that everything on Earth has definite relatives either living nearby or evident in the fossil record. It is a fact that the fossil record holds hundreds of definitely transitional species even according to its strictest definition, and that both microevolution and macroevolution have been directly observed. Evolution is a fact.